Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Dope. I am here with the amazing speaker, educator, Dope Black Mum, and CEO of House of Hair. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. (laughs) So I just wanted to, to get intimate for a moment and just speak motherhood, because you are a mum of twins, right? Yeah, that's right. I am. Yeah, I've got <laughs> twin, twin boy and a girl. So I'm done. That's it. Yeah, I'm shop closed, doing. right? Shop closed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so a big one, a big one to start with. But when you think of motherhood, what does it mean to you? What does what does the word motherhood mean to you? I don't think I'm going to be able to come up with something <laughs> really enlightening that your listeners are going to be like, oh, that was so profound because I am the least maternal person in the world. But what I do know is that my children have changed my life. So um, for me, what it means to be a mum and what I see in myself as a mum is being able to nurture these personalities and um, these people that are going to grow up into the world and be kind of independent people who are going to bless the world with, you know, their personality, their sense of humour, their wisdom, whatever it is. Um, so being able to just nurture and grow another human being for me, I just think is incredible. Before I even fell pregnant, I didn't th- feel like I was ever going to even care about that type of thing. I didn't. I don't have a maternal bone in my body. Um, well, I don't say that I do. So for me, seeing my children grow and their personalities and their characters and seeing elements of myself in them, I just think they're going to be just amazing people. I love how caring they are and sweet. Um, so for me, motherhood is just about nurturing the next generation of children amazing and now that you're a bit into your motherhood journey is there anything you would tell your younger mum self and do you think you'd listen I probably wouldn't listen because I was very (laughs) hard-headed when Mm -hmm. I was younger Mm -hmm. what would I tell my younger mum self is um you can't do it all and you don't know everything yeah i think that that's really important because it, we we try to fake it we try to mm-hmm. fake it a lot and we try to fake it with our children as well mm-hmm. we want them to see us as these amazing beings who just know every single answer in the world and have got it all figured out my children are gonna know we're figuring this out together i've never raised know. anyone who's a nine-year-old i've never raised anyone who's 12 15 whatever no i so think I'm they just... know and i think it's really confusing when when we pretend that we do know and they're like they kind of like call you out a bit You're like <laughs> exactly. they know they know what's what's going on here because I don't know but yeah, they know. And I, I thought when I was pregnant that I was going to know everything I thought that I would just give birth to these children and I would know everything like you can ask my mum a question and she just knows the answer my mum was a big reader when we were younger she's a Rastafarian so you know they really like pray and meditate and everything so she just w- just felt very wise to me and when I was pregnant I thought I am far from that so what am I going to be able to give my children so I would say to my younger self that you you don't have to um, be the oldest, wisest person. You and your children can Google things together and you'll be just fine. 
that's what that's I would fine. tell myself. Yeah, yeah take and the pressure okay. off of yourself because it, it's only you, especially as mums. I've got a lot of mum friends, and I think as mums, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to have everything figured out, and mm-hmm. you just never will. You'll never have things figured out, and then you'll beat yourself up that you didn't have it figured out. And I think it, that's crazy. Yeah, and all that time and energy doing all that when you could have just figured it out. Exactly. As in, you could have gone and spent some time doing it. Yeah. What is the last lie you told your child? The last lie? Yeah, last lie. They're little white lies, but you know when they look at you dead in the eye, like, I don't trust your opinion on that. I think mm-hmm. it might have been my son's dancing. Uh, I think it was my son's dancing. I was like, you are amazing. <laughs> they should have a dance competition at school, but he is bad. <laughs> bad. Not a bit of rhythm in his body. Not even. And my husband gets so annoyed. Oh, Jamaican and Ghanaian. Why are you dancing like this? I find it so funny. Oh, so but I he loves it. All the time. Yeah, I give them little white lies all the time. I probably mm-hmm. shouldn't have done it. It's mm-hmm. just how I get through life. I often do the, yeah, we'll see. Knowing that it's never going to happen. We just can't, I can't be bothered to engage. I don't know if I engage or like say something that it's going to go into a thing and I've got myself into yeah. a position that I know it's never going to happen. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So with everything you've got going on, CEO, mum, wife, business owner, educator, speaker, what is or what are the things you cannot function without? Whether it's a practical thing like I need my morning coffee or it's an app or basically any mum hacks, anything that you just need to get through your day and your week. So person, I would say I cannot function without my husband. Yeah, might sound really weak, but it is what it is. No, it's not I, weak. It sounds amazing. Okay. I cannot function without my husband. But I also noticed recently that I cannot function without old school R&B. Nice. I can't. I can't. It gets, yeah. me, through, it gets me for a week. Yeah. yeah. Do you like daydream to it when you hear it yeah, and just I kind of zone it. out? Yeah. If we're in the salon and the girls skip some old school R&B, it really actually annoys me. I'm like, no, this is my teen years. This is my early 20s. I yeah. So it's that I definitely couldn't live without old, um, old school R&B. So old school R&B, and we're talking 90s? Yeah, yeah 90s. Old school. Okay, yeah. is this what you'd sing in the shower then? Uh, yeah, in the shower, in the car, in the salon, um, just all dry, yeah, all day, every day. I, I do nice. love some old school R&B. Nice. Is there one question that you think we should ask ourselves every year? Well, I can tell you what I ask myself sometimes. Yeah, that would be good. Is it worth it? Did it matter? You know, when you're in the moment and the stakes feel so big and you're like, this is everything and it's, you know, whatever, a work situation or a kid situation, it feels so large. And you look back on it like, really? Was it was it that big? Or did I need to put that much? Or did it do need you know to I take that think, much? I hmm. actually think I probably do the same. Yeah. Because I'm a big analyzer and I think I probably do the same. I look at things and think, it, it's, it's really not that serious. That's it. It doesn't need to be that serious. So, yeah, I think that that's something I would probably do. I analyse every situation and then say to myself, girl, it's okay. Like, you can calm down. I, I think it's really important to say that. Like, I have to build in these things into my day because, again, you hold so many hats. It's so easy. Like, if you're in the salon, maybe you're missing a school play. If you're at the school play... Maybe there's a client, you know, a, a really important client, yeah. a legacy client that you don't get to do. And it, it, it's, 
important to be able to say to yourself, you're, you're doing it. You're doing the best that you can. You're doing it. Everything and, and will be okay. kind of having faith as well. Kind of, it, lots of situations happen day to day when you run a business, have a household, have a group of close friends. Lots of things happen day to day. And I, I sometimes kind of like lose faith and then the situation will resolve itself. And I'll just think to myself, like, what is wrong with you? You know, God's always got your back. You're, yeah. you're all right. You always figure it out eventually. Yeah. Um, so I think that's another important lesson or important thing that I just have to kind of keep reminding myself of is that you have the capacity to think, figure things out. And if you can't figure it out, then you can lean on God and you will be all right. Yes. And it's just remembering it in that moment when it all seems overwhelming that you've got this. Yeah, absolutely. Can you think of any lessons that have taken you a long time to really, really learn? Like something that maybe keeps on recurring in your life and you're just like, I should have just learned that the last time. Um, I'm probably going to bring it back to work because mm-hmm. it's, it's a lesson that I feel like I have to, or, or a hurdle I have to get over all the time. And um, it's, it's having boundaries. So I find that I'm a person where I meet new people and I want everyone to kind of like me. I don't want to be the negative person. I don't want to be a naysayer. So I'm like, yes, we're doing this. Um, I can be very jokey with people. How I was raised is that you never leave a room with someone being upset. And that's how my mum always was. So my mum was very like comical. She always joked a lot. Um, So my mum would always be one of those people who you never left a room um, and you never left a room with people upset. So if you had a disagreement with someone, then you'd always try to figure out and you'd add some kind of humour to it. And I think in business, I think that's a little bit of a downfall because I don't think that as many people take me seriously. Um, So for me, that's one of the things that I have to kind of like tell myself is one of the lessons that I've had to learn is that when you meet people, not you don't have to be very overly friendly with everyone. You can actually put boundaries in place and then people can learn a little bit about your character gradually. They don't, you don't have to spill your guts to people straight away and make everyone laugh. Actually, if you want to be taken seriously in some rooms, you need to be the serious one so that people actually do listen to your words and don't expect just a joke to follow on from what it is that you're saying. That's a real thing, the uh, disease to please, the need to please. It's yeah. really, really hard to get out of that kind of um, that rhythm or that kind of messaging in you. It, it, we all want to be liked. And it's, it, it's addictive, isn't it? That feeling Absolutely. of, of yeah. being liked and people laughing or, or you getting that positive reaction. That's really hard, especially when you're a business owner, especially when your business is so human. It's so... Yeah you've got so many daily interactions that you want people to leave. Exactly. With so many people and the worst feeling that I, you know, I have, and I still carry it now is leaving a room and thinking, Oh my God, I've upset that person. And they're all going to be talking about me and Oh my God, they're not going to be, they're going to be annoyed with me tomorrow. And how am I going to resolve this? And how am I going to get them to do this? And how am I, and overthinking and overanalyzing things where, and and then going back on your own decisions, even as a parent, my teenage nephew lives with me. And I know that as a parent, to him, because he's a teenager, I do that a lot. And I have you have to be kind of sure in what it is that you're saying and be confident in what it is that you're saying mm-hmm. um, so that you don't doubt your decisions and, and things that you're making, if That's that makes a, sense. Yes, and no, that is a really interesting point. Having younger children and your older teenage child, um, anything that you're noticing dif- differently, like things that you're having to approach differently, I suppose, just to the example that you've given. Is there anything anything else that you're noticing? Yeah, so I think he's 17. So with my nephew, one thing I've realised is I can't stand teenagers, even though I was a social worker worker for looked after and and young people leaving care. 
Um, I can't stand teenagers and I don't know how to be in their mind. I, I, I just can't. I can't figure out what it is that he's trying to translate over to me or how he's trying to express himself. It's very different from my teenage years. So that's one thing. But I do notice that with seven-year-olds, six, seven-year-olds, your decision can be very final. You don't have to second guess yourself as much and you don't have to justify your decisions. When it comes to a teenager, someone who you're trying to nurture into a, you know, an adult and you want him to make your choices, you have to be really deliberate in your actions. So when you're discussing certain things and points that you want to get across, you have to express it a little bit more openly. It can't just be like in body language. You've got to use your words and actually express it is and express what it is that you're trying to get across to them. To so make I, it brutally I, clear so there's no Yeah, I think for... you've got to be really clear. But I, I find in this day and age, you've also got to be quite gentle because mm -hmm. I think teenage boys are much more vulnerable than we think, yes. emotionally vulnerable than we think. So yes. because I'm not his mum, I'm able to have a bit more of a soft approach. And he does live with me and he's very, very annoying as much as I love him. <laughs> but I feel like I have to be slightly more soft with him because... Um, or in my approach with him, I don't go straight to kind of like zero to a hundred like his mum would. I want to hear his point of view. And I think it's really important that we listen to these teenagers because mm -hmm. they've got outside influence from all over. And if they're not confident in being able to express themselves with us, then we're going down a very slippery slope and you Absolutely. never know where that can end up. And it's going to come out somewhere else, isn't it? Exactly. Absolutely. Is there a phrase or a sentence that your nephew and your children would say that's your catchphrase? Something that you just find yourself not even meaning to, it just comes out constantly. No. <laughs> mm. Is there anything that you like, that your mum said to you, like, I'm never no, going to say I, that, you just find I, yourself saying it? I say it all, if I have to talk again. <laughs> if I have to say it again. If I have to say it again. I say that about six times a day, I think. <laughs> yeah. Does it still hold the same weight after the, at the sixth time? No. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Even my daughter, my daughter just looks at me like, are you going to say it again? And I just honk her in her forehead. I'm just like, how dare you? So yeah, that it definitely holds no weight, but it's just something that I say all the time. And I'm not 100% if my mum used to say it, but if I have to say it again, if I have to speak again, mm -hmm. that is my definite catchphrase. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And last question. What is it that you'd like to share with all mums? So maybe any mums that are listening that, you know those moments where you're just like, I can't do this. This is just so hard or it feels overwhelming or you feel like you're in the bathroom floor or you just feel like it's all collapsing. Anything that you want to say to mums listening right now? If you're a new mum, if you're an old mum, just mums in general, you don't have to have everything figured out, but I promise you, you will figure it out. There is no situation or circumstance or anything that anyone throws in your way that you are not going to be able to overcome and be able to figure out. You will figure it out. And I think that it's really important for all mums to have an understanding of that. Even when you're in really, really dark times, I find myself in quite dark times. Every now and then I have got children who have got additional needs and the first three years of their life were what was meant to be the happiest was very, very miserable for me. And so I look back in those moments of difficult time and then I realize where I am today and how I overcame them. I don't know how I overcame everything, but I know that I did because I'm here today mm -hmm. and I'm confident and I'm able to kind of reassure friends who have got smaller children than my um, children. And I'm able to reassure them and give them advice. 
so you are learning and it's important to understand that with learning there becomes mistakes and that's okay to make mistakes you shouldn't beat yourself up because society is going to beat you up enough so as a mum don't beat yourself up just do your best just do what you can yeah that's kind of my, my main advice yeah thank you it's so important it's so hard to remember that in the moment when like the kids are screaming, you're worried about the bills, you haven't thought about dinner, you know, everything feels chaotic. And um, great just to take a moment and and think about that. So where can we find out about more about House of Hair and everything you're up to? Um, So you can find out on my TikTok, my Instagram and my YouTube, which is all House of Hair UK. The TikTok is more kind of behind the scenes, I give little like teasers of new things that we might be doing. Um, my new channel, which is on TikTok, and my new um, Instagram page is Iander Means Business. And that's going to be more about me and the back end of the company, how I make the moves that I make from recruiting staff for launching new products to doing things like this interview with you today, how I do the actual behind the scenes of the business and how I've created this actual brand and business that I have. That's Iander Means Business. Everything else hair related is on House of Hair UK. Amazing. And I'll put all those links in the podcast notes. Dope flat moms. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 